following podcast is recorded and produced by the Podcast Precinct in affiliation with the network at BICBP-radio.com. The Podcast Precinct. Consistency. Creativity. Culture. Forty-two set. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody, and welcome to a brand new episode of Retro Pop. You're on for bi-weekly pop culture every other week, right here on the network at bicbp-radio.com. I am your quarterback, Matt Johnson. I almost called myself Johnny Townsend for some reason. Uh, with me is the man hiking me the ball every single week uh, that we are doing this show, Mr. Johnny Townsend. Hello, hello. That's right. Every week I bend over in front of man to make him look at my delicious hams before I hand him the ball <laughs> to take off. <laughs> happy Thanksgiving, everybody. <laughs> yeah, happy Thanksgiving. Uh, shout out to you all for, uh, you know, being with us as per usual. The The numbers are always really, really good. And we uh, trust me, we appreciate it. Uh, and yes, we hope you are as excited for Thanksgiving as we are. It is one of the best holidays there is. No, no better uh, reason to get together with family and friends and uh, enjoy some nice turkey or turdurkin or whatever you uh, whatever you you decide to you know uh, feast around. Yeah, I'm a turkey guy myself, so I'm very excited. I remember when I was doing uh, like vegetarian stuff. I did one of those. Uh, wasn't like a soy turkey. It was really weird. Things we do for love. Things we do. <laughs> things we do for love. Um, yeah. uh, well, you know, Matt. I was thinking since uh, you know this is a big Thanksgiving episode, and you know that means we we need to. Uh, it's the season of giving, right? We we, we got to give. So I think we should have a guest on this show. What do you think? I thought so too. I thought so too. We actually, uh, you know, what's a what's a good quarterback and and center, well bent over center, uh, without yeah. a solid head coach? Need a head coach, and for that, uh, we have uh, a, a co-host of mine, a co-host of Johnny's, on several other shows. Uh, everybody, welcome, first time guest. Can't believe we're saying first time guest almost four, over four years in. Um, almost oh, over three years then. Uh, welcome to the show, Mr. Andrew Lenz. Andrew, how the hell are you, bud? I am doing good. I just can't believe I'm on Retro Pop. I know you made it. We've been. I I forgot what show this was until Andrew just said it. So yeah, <laughs> it's one of those days. It's one of those days. <laughs> I I had a thing too. I was like, are we doing two point? Are we? Where, where are we doing? <laughs> You yeah. look at me, and you know you're Matt's not here. Johnny's here. Uh, I'm gonna go with retro pop. Yes, this is confusing. It's very. We've been doing this for three years, Matt. Yes, back in uh, September. September oh, was our three years. Man, wow. So we're technically on year four, technically speaking. Wow. I know time flies by. Yeah, we, we're a legacy now. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much, pretty much. I think. I think when you get that three-year point, you're doing pretty well for yourself. I think so. Uh, most podcasts don't make it past year one. So, 
It's true. But the Even real question the- is, can you guys afford the ghost of Mr. Chicken? No. Okay. We don't have a Patreon. Uh, that's the only reason. <laughs> I think we could have by now. Uh, what Andrew is uh, saying, we over on uh, the nostalgia about the fact you're a kid, Andrew, <laughs> on the Nostalgia Funhouse, which is Andrew and I show, uh, we just started a Patreon. I'm, I'm totally plugging that over here on this show. Uh, uh, but currently, with even with our Patreon, we can't afford The Ghost of Mr. Chicken, uh, which is a movie we really wanted to cover, but we just couldn't afford it, so... Uh, please help a couple of obviously incredibly poor people out. <laughs> For just a dollar, you get amazing stuff. I promise you, it's really great stuff. You get the nostalgia really factor. You get the nostalgia factor. Yeah, our new show. Yeah, make sure you go and support it. Um, yeah, uh, Nostalgia Funhouse is what they got going on. Also, brand new show. We got to get it up on Apple and Spotify yet. Uh, the Retroactive Sports Podcast. Uh, completely part of the reason why uh, Andrew it was just natural to have Andrew in on this one um, on today's episode. I I'm really excited to talk about. It. I don't get to talk football as much as I would certainly like to um, anymore. With uh, with two points, well, it's mostly coming to a close. But uh, but yeah, we got we got something something happening there. Uh, and I never get to talk about football near as much no. as I would love to. It's ridiculous. It, I, <laughs> With my vast knowledge, you do of you the have great a lot. sport of the football. Yeah, this is insane to me that I don't get to talk about the football more than I do. I think you got four or five right when you came on and did trivia. I think. Oh, I think you're right. Yeah, yeah. So but, you're all right. You're all right. You're me, but they're also right. multiple choice, and that really helps. <laughs> 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 that is a fair that is a fair point uh today we are talking about one of my favorite thanksgiving traditions uh which is playing uh football on thanksgiving uh obviously i, f- I feel like a lot of sports you can identify with um with holidays and i think it's really important that sports has that um, it gives it this feeling of um just tradition it's so important i think i said at the end of last episode uh, you know, the NBA pretty much has, it, I've always associated the NBA and Christmas together. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I have always associated 4th of July with, with baseball, um, hockey. Uh, it's always dogging on hockey. Canada huh? day. Canada day. Canada day. Sure. Yeah. We'll give no Canada way. Day. There is no hockey on Canada day. <laughs> They do have that. Uh, I mean, they have the winter classic. They kind of made their own deal where they do like an out- outdoor skating thing, which is pretty cool. It's around. Yeah, I think it's around January. They tend to run. Um, but like football, it's a very I mean, it's a pretty long season, too. But uh, to be just affiliated with Thanksgiving and just, you know, every year you're going to get some kind of football action. Good or not. Uh, but you are going to get some kind of football action. It is a really really cool thing so um i'm delighted to jump into it we have a lot of personal history and other stuff to talk about so let's head on over to that portion of this show personal history with football on thanksgiving years ago we talked to tom moore then at indianapolis the offensive coordinator you got a busted play here and then sanchez gets hit the ball is loose and it's alive i have never seen this before in my life watch this vince wilfork is going to throw Brandon Moore back into his quarterback. He's going to fumble the football. 
This is what Reggie White used to do to people, forklift them and just lift them off the ground. Mark Sanchez not expecting it, and it was the backside of Brandon Moore that knocked the ball out. All right, Johnny, should we just get you out of the way? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's get this. This is going to um, just oh. strap in, strap in, everyone. Hold on to your butts, as the great Samuel Jackson once said in that awesome documentary, Jurassic Park. I uh, have so much experience when it comes to football. Actually, uh, it's well documented that I I don't hate football. I just uh, I'm a basketball guy. That's just what it is. It's just a sport that speaks to me more. What do you mean I, you hate you hate basketball? I don't hate. What basketball. do you mean? That's how the this this is how the internet works. Oh yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah. But what do you I mean like, you hate football? You don't like football. Yeah, you can only you're only allowed to like one thing, and then you hate everything else. Apparently, <laughs> yes, yeah, you're not. totally right. Yeah, uh, I do not hate football; uh, it, it's fine. But my most of my experience with football on Thanksgiving is actually playing football on Thanksgiving uh, with a family when I was younger. We would do that a little bit, go around and uh, toss the old pigskin around, as uh, as I like to say, you know, because I'm an old veteran at at, at the football, and uh, we were tossing around and stuff like that, and. Uh, uh, I got to pretend that I could uh, be semi-athletic for a second and before the reality uh, of what my abilities were in football came crashing down upon me. Uh, But yeah, and that's most of mine. I I do. um, A lot of the times we would go to friends' houses on Thanksgiving when they were to invite our family over or something like that. And they would be watching the game or something like that. Uh, But whenever it was just our family, nobody in our family is like giant football fans so it wasn't really a part of our tradition but obviously being a sports person i do love sports in general i'm very aware of it it's just something that i don't actually normally watch on thanksgiving i'm just more concerned about that turkey 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 absolutely absolutely andrew um let's go to you bud i mean i I know you're old as dirt so you watch a lot of football (laughs) (laughs) oh man you know sorry i'm so tired i'm gonna be throwing jabs left and right just, wow. so the world, just so the world knows, Andrew and I are the same age. Yeah, <laughs> let's go. Let's go that route. Thank you, Johnny. Thank You're you. Welcome. No, I'm. I'm literally running off. I also want the world to know that Matt is doing half this show with his eyes closed. I am. <laughs> I. I, I is exhausted. He's, I am. I am. I didn't say this on air. Last so yesterday, I haven't re- like I've gotten like two hours of sleep since yesterday at four a.m. So, uh, <laughs> God, my so I worked from five o'clock in the morning to one p.m. Friday. Yeah, got home, ate, did some things, worked at Target from six to ten, left, came home real quick, and then went back to my factory job from eleven a.m. eleven p.m. to seven a.m. So, um. So yeah, I'm just Man, I'm not like moody. This. I'm not like moody, but just, uh, yeah, you're just I know I can it. I know I can pick on Andrew and Johnny and they'll they'll take yeah. it and I'm not gonna Yeah, we're be, fine with it. I'm yeah. not gonna be overbearing. So uh, just I'm, so the and also just so the world knows out of the goodness of his soul, Matt's doing this just to buy me Christmas presents. Uh that's just incredible of him. <laughs> I'm I buying mean, a lot of people Christmas presents this year. <laughs> I can actually afford Christmas this year. It's awesome. I'm expecting. How do we get on that boat, Johnny? You can afford Christmas presents. We can't even afford the ghost of Mister Chicken. Maybe that's what he's getting us for Christmas. Yeah, (laughs) he's going to spend that two bucks on us for a ghost of Mister Chicken. Oh, three bucks. Three ninety nine. Three ninety four bucks. Oh God, it's going up. Y'all give me ideas. Y'all give me ideas. (laughs) Inflation, man. Crazy. 
It's crazy. I kind of want us to never be able to afford it, though. It's a great running gag. Yeah. <laughs> so even when we can't afford it, we're going to say it's we our can. it's our road runner. Yeah. Yes. For it's sure. Our road runner. Yeah. But Thanksgiving and football that is the greatest time in in the world. And I was lucky enough to grow up to see Barry Sanders every Thanksgiving. And I gotta say that is my biggest memory of Thanksgiving is. Barry Sanders. It was the Lions always kind of sucked, but you got to see Barry and it was on national TV. And it was one of those greatest things in the world. I've probably mentioned this before when I'm first time on uh two point, you know, you'd watch Barry and it'd be like two yards, three yards, and then all of a sudden he'd break off on this most amazing run. But I can't think of not watching football on Thanksgiving. It's it's a must. You know, like I said, the Lions always kind of suck. The Cowboys are them boys, even though I do live in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. I got to watch what I say there. I don't want somebody coming to kill me. <laughs> but that's what Thanksgiving is, is that's my Thanksgiving. And I know a lot of people wanted to change that stuff, but I say leave it alone. It's, so I, I, got, I do have a question real quick yes. about, about the Thanksgiving game in general. Uh, is it, do they always have uh, like teams that that are not good play, or is it just it's, rain and the lines? It wasn't lot, for that reason. Yeah. Uh, we'll go into better explanation of the history of why, but okay. there are there are two there specific teams that have it booked every single year. Yeah, I was very curious. Because um, the NBA, because the NBA Christmas game is notoriously where they put like really good games on, where they try to. The the only yeah. thing that they actually added was a third game a couple of years ago where it's like two different teams every year, but the early games are always the cow uh, the Lions are on first and then the Cowboys and whoever they're playing. Yeah, they spit it out pretty nicely. I think the Lions go on they go on like what early like nine thirty ten oh no that's right twelve thirty right. Eastern noonish there's like yeah. a four thirty game four o'clock four thirty and then they have uh, a night game. Which spreads it out pretty nicely too. Yeah, it, um, it kind of works with dinner in a way because it's like I just remember my mom was always cooking, and now I'm always cooking during the Lions game. So thanks to wonderful technology, I have my phone with me, even if I got to go into the kitchen to cook. Mm. I can still catch the game, and then by the time the Cowboys come on, because I don't really always like to watch the Cowboys, but it's time for you know it's pretty much almost time for dessert or around that area so that's kind of a cool way of looking at it Absolutely. with some cool whip i had to say cool <laughs> whip because it is thanksgiving <laughs> but thanksgiving day games are i think are the best it's a miniature super bowl sunday for me i feel yeah i was gonna say that i, th- I think growing up when i was younger uh you know the super bowl was the day everybody kind of watched right but uh, mm-hmm. right next to it for me at least you're off of school. You're sitting around. You're not helping cook. Uh, you watch football. So football, like for like, obviously the importance of Super Bowl Sunday is like there. But as far as me like dedicating time to watch it when I was a kid, Thanksgiving was right next to the equivalency of what Super Bowl Sunday was um, to me. And you know, you, you you were right. It was a lot of fun to to watch a lot of random like a, a lot of random teams that you don't. Uh, you know, didn't traditionally get in your markets unless they're they're playing in primetime games. You know what I mean? Uh, it, I 
don't like the localization of a lot of stuff. They put some bigger matchups on, but a team like Detroit, uh, you know, they, they didn't really, they don't get many primetime games, even in the 90s too. I mean, uh, you maybe get one a year, but literally Barry Sanders was, and it's a lot different back then. It was a lot different back then than it is now where stuff isn't as easily accessible. So if you wanted to watch Barry Sanders highlights and you live in, you know, New York, Niagara Falls, yeah. um, for example, uh, you know, you, you might might catch a game every now and then, but you'd have to wake up and watch him on ESPN. And Barry Sanders is one of the greatest football players of all time. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, I have a lot of fun uh, memories just sitting around there playing it a little bit, you know, when, when it was fun when I was younger and my cousins were younger, my dads and uncles were younger. We used to just play a little bit in the backyard. Um in recent years, we started doing uh, Madden. We started playing Madden um, in the morning. Uh, just to probably, yeah, a little, we do like a Thanksgiving breakfast deal um, too. So we, we, we played Madden. We do like a little Madden knockout thing, and, and which is always a lot of fun. Um, it has become, you know, a little bit of a home tradition as well. But uh yeah, a lot of great memories. I'm I'm trying to think of some stuff that is, uh, you know, I remember watching, uh, could just maybe five years ago, Philip Rivers, my man Philip Rivers, who Johnny and I covered on the show, just torching the Cowboys secondary, getting me like seventy something fantasy points, which is a lot. Um, you know, just a, a, a Randy Moss three catches. Yes. What was it? Three catches, a hundred something yard, hundred and. 20 120 something yards three yeah. touchdowns it was disgusting it was Cowboys, rookie year too yeah this rookie year just uh the uh, vikings putting the putting the hurting on the cowboys so many great stuff you know watching uh a lot of these are at the expense of the cowboys jesus yeah. uh watching the bills <laughs> like make the statement a couple years ago against dallas literally there's everybody was all the Cowboys players were crying in the locker room and yelling at each other. Uh, but to see the kind of bills make a national statement and everyone's, everyone's like, wow, this is kind of fun. And a couple of the players mocking Zeke Elliott where they're doing this on the sideline. <laughs> I think it was like Harrison Phillips or something. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's just stuff like that. Little moments like that. There's, there's always some kind of value, something to be taken away just about every year um, watching football on Thanksgiving, right? There's always like at least one cool moment, whether it's the award, um, the award at the end, or it's changed so many times. I know it It is since Madden's gone. The awards has sucked. Yeah. Um, it kind of has, they did just rename it this year to the, I forgot what the official name of it is, but Madden is included in the, in the Thanksgiving name. So, um, they give an award on Thanksgiving. They use he, it's like a, yeah, they have like a Thanksgiving like MVP award for every single game. Um, yeah. you get okay, to eat, the, the MVP gets to eat a turkey leg too, like right on national TV. It's like a big badge of honor. Then they did like the Phil Sims Iron Award, and it was you got like a bronze iron, and then there was the Golden Gobbler after Madden left. Yep. Oh it yeah, was just the stupid little turkey thing. But oh, Golden Madden Golden was there. That, the Golden Gobbler, you mean that uh, guy in WWE, right? Was in the egg and he came out. Yes. yes. <laughs> yeah. That's that's the uh, that's that's the name of the character in Thanks Killing. Um, <laughs> which Johnny, thanks to thanks to me pulling that up for you, I have gotten new oh, videos just... <laughs> every single day in my suggestions. Oh man, just an update on that. 
yeah. I was telling Andrew about it, and um, he pulled it up. I think me, him, and Brian watched like the first, uh, what, two or three minutes of it. Yeah, like, and, it's, and, it's, <laughs> and the movie opens up with uh, obviously there's been a, like a giant tragedy, and this woman is running through the woods. And she's, I'm assuming she's a pilgrim because she's dressed like one and it's the 1600s. Well, partially dressed like one, Johnny. Well, I was getting to that. Uh, <laughs> but of course, her her, um, her voluptuousness is out, just bouncing yeah. around as she's running for no reason, by the way. Like, it's just no reason. It's just, it's just the... Yes. My wife would have been proud of me because as I'm watching this, I'm just <laughs> saying to them going, why are they out? Like I, I need context to this. Like, yeah. why are they out? Yeah, there's no point to it. Uh, but of course, then the turkey murders her. So yes, it's some great stuff. A lot of great quotes uh, that I will not repeat on air um, for the sake gobble, of this episode. Gobble, mother, shut your mouth, mother trucker. Uh, there's another couple other one too. A uh, couple other ones too that are pretty hilarious, but. Um, but that is it, I think, for personal history. Uh, let's hop on in into the history of pro football on Thanksgiving. First and 10, Minnesota, the clock ticking down to end the third quarter. They lead by 10. There's Cowboys showing blitz. Minnesota hits. Randy Moss breaks a tackle, and Randy Moss races down the sideline, and Randy Moss just outruns everybody into the end zone. He is incredible. I'll tell you, it's just a short pass out there. Charlie Williams is there, and he misses the tackle. Here's Randy Moss. Here's Charlie Williams. And you're going to see it's just a little three-yard go. Charlie Williams is there. He makes a poor tackle or no tackle. And then when Randy Moss gets here, he just outruns everyone. I mean, yes. he, he is fun to watch. Phillips had the angle. He had everything. Yeah, you know, angles angles, and, and all those things don't mean anything against speed. All right, uh, Andrew, I know you know a bunch on this, so if, as I'm reading and you have something to, to throw in there, uh, yep. please feel free to jump in and cut me off if need be. If I, uh, if I pass something or you want to add something to this, of course, you are the guest. I don't want to do all it. I, I don't mind doing all the talking, but I don't want you to just sit there all quiet. So, I'm used so. to you doing the talking because I think it was still your choice for the two point. Before we it might have been. It might have been before we threw in the towel. It was one of ours. <laughs> um. Yeah. So, uh, and I can add stuff too. Let's oh yes, Johnny. Of course, you're allowed to. <laughs> um, just, uh, just no, wait. Johnny, just give me. It's just gonna be a couple years. It's gonna be a couple years before Jake Delome uh, is available. I don't know who that is. Okay, sure you don't. <laughs> he Andrew, he hasn't said his name yet. I think the over under for this episode is like three. So I don't know if you want to throw that bet in there now. I think it's gonna mentioned. be more. I think you know, how, you know how great it would be it's an over. if we got so big that people would start taking bets on shows that I'm on. How many times I'm going to say Jake DeLome? You know how great that would be. <laughs> I think I used the- to do bingo card football. If there's people who are very uh, who are, who are very predictable in what they say, I create oh. bingo cards around them without telling them. <laughs> oh, hey, not you. I used to do oh. it at work all the time. Oh, uh, it was the greatest thing. <laughs> I loved. Uh, what did David always used to say? That's fair. Oh yeah, yeah. The yeah. Telepka's famous family line. That's just going to be on their family crest, their family that's photo. That's fair. That, that's fair. That's fair. That's all they say. Is <laughs> that fair? We all have facts? something. Oh yeah, all, I repeat myself all the time. Oh, I do too. I'm trying to think of other stuff that I'm sure. Shall yeah. Say. 
Well, sure, yes, obviously, when my hands trademarks <laughs> hams. The last episode of Retroactive. I don't know how oh, yeah. he said hey. Also, hey. also decided I'm going to say poon a lot. <laughs> oh, yeah. There was a wow. Lot. Panel discussion has really corrupted you. <laughs> it really has. It's, You're a it's monster a, now. <laughs> and it's inked over to my other shows. It's pretty terrible. <laughs> Poor Andrew has to put up with a lot of it. Turn it down. Google, Google spreadsheets, all sorts of stuff. You're a monster. <laughs> um, <laughs> All right, gentlemen. So the the concept... Google manifestos. <laughs> I ain't reading this shit. <laughs> that doesn't work for me, brother. <laughs> Bash at the beach, baby. Oh man, a lot of inside uh, jokes here, people. Yeah, a lot of inside jokes. All right, so uh, so football actually became a Thanksgiving tradition way, way, way back in the day. Um, before professional football is actually around, technically speaking, uh, football games being played on Thanksgiving was actually, uh, started by college, which at the time in the, uh, way back in 1876, uh, was the beginning of, of football, uh, being played on Thanksgiving day. And a lot of the, uh, the classic, uh, those Ivy league schools would, uh, would, would play, um, very different game back in the day. Uh, scoring was a lot different. A lot of the rules were different. It was a lot more run heavy. It was a little bit closer <laughs> to rugby uh, back then. Just so uh, everybody kind of understands what that and is. Way less padding. I don't, that way I less padding. Yeah. I don't even know if there was. I mean, these guys played in legit like sweaters, and yeah. uh, they, I mean, it looked like it looked like hogwarts right when they played quidditch and they got like the the first initial of their house on it it was crazy um but when their helmets like just pieces of leather they just stripped on their heads (laughs) (laughs) yeah i know i know just just throwing whatever on absolutely wild um but the reason it became that was because it's a day that people had off of work so it was a little bit easier to draw draw crowds um almost you know mostly everybody was off that you know, back then. Um, so Yale and Princeton were the uh, the first two teams to to start this tradition. They began it again on 18, in 1876, and uh, it became an annual tradition every single year. Often to play on Thanksgiving Day. Um, eventually, the uh, Michigan, University of Michigan, uh, they made a tradition to play annual Thanksgiving games, and uh, they held 19 games between 1885 and 1905. So um, a nice little spread there, but teams were, they, they would try it out. They would, they would certainly try it out. A lot of teams wanted it because these were big money makers. Um, Thanksgiving day games. They had uh, between Michigan and the Chicago Maroons uh, were really the beginning of making it this all out festival, the beginning of the, Thanksgiving day football, the Maroons. Yes. Yeah. Oh man. Well, there are a lot of terrible uh, team names. Uh, and honestly, I'm pretty sure Maroon is what Bugs Bunny called Elmer Fudd all the time. <laughs> he probably did. I think. I was yeah, gonna say the, the Chicago Maroons are probably like a pro team, right? Like I don't. No, that's that's still a college squad. That's terrible. Yeah, it's yeah, but there was an NFL. Oh, uh, wasn't it? Was okay, NFL, it was to the NFL University team, of Chicago, the Pottsville Maroons. Yeah, that's that the Cardinals. <laughs> Yeah, the, the Pottsville. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they there's a big curse around the Arizona Cardinals and the Pottsville Maroons. Like it's <laughs> it, it's something that we should definitely like. I'm not even gonna lie, you cover it because you're gonna be like, really? This 
I'm going. I already love it's, it just due to the name. So I'm yeah. on board. For this. Well, you got the Dayton Triangles too in there. I it, like. There's some bad names back. In well, the I'll date anything. Triangles, squares, circles. <laughs> My options are open. <laughs> so all you geometry teachers out there, uh, holler at your boy. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yes. Absolutely. So sorry. I just got a text message. Um. It was it for me? No, uh, no, it was not. Um, so yeah, so yeah, Johnny, you're gonna hear a lot of stupid names today. Uh, I'm, stupid. I'm all names. for it. All for it. <laughs> um, and all actually too in the late 1800s. Uh, new uh, schools in like the New England area, uh, high schools they would play on Thanksgiving, and that would be uh, their season ender, which is actually kind of cool too to 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 go play football and then come home and go eat dinner. Um, football, it took a little, it, uh, to get into the pro level, it was like kind of the early 1890s. Uh, they had a little, they started a lot of circuits, right? These little pro circuits, um, little areas like there'd be like a New York circuit, an Ohio circuit, uh, Pennsylvania, et cetera, et cetera. But the earliest one, um, is affiliated with the Allegheny Athletic Association of Pittsburgh. And, um, uh, it, yeah, it, it was the first pro am team is what they call it, but that's, that's one of the earliest, um, earliest ones in 1902, the NFL, uh, which was at that time, actually, it's not even, it's not even the NFL that we know, um, no one loved, but there was a national football league, but it was a, it was backed by major league baseball, um, they uh they actually settled their league championship at that time uh over Thanksgiving weekend and uh i think their their game ended in like a tie in 1902 which is which kind of sucks uh, <laughs> the game ended in a tie it's pretty boring um but a lot of a lot of these a lot of these circuits they would place their uh their marquee matchups on Thanksgiving day um that's what it really re- revolved around and um and then once the pro, the, the, uh, a lot of the pro, you know, it's, the NFL starts to develop, right? It, there was a lot of teams that, that, that vied for it. Um, the opportunity to play on Thanksgiving, uh, the Chicago bears and Chicago Cardinals played, uh, every year between 1922 and 1933. Um, the bears also played the lions while the, uh, well, the Cardinals actually switched to the Green Bay Packers. Uh, they ended up playing the Green Bay Packers uh, for a couple of years, but that was a little bit of a tradition there. Uh, there's some other teams here that, uh, that, that, that made an effort to play some games there. The Frankfurt Yellow Jackets, the Pottsville Maroons, Buffalo All-Americans, Canton Bulldogs, um, and the New York Giants um, all made it. But, uh, but the Detroit Lions owner at the time, Mr. George Richards. Um, oh, what? They weren't the Detroit Lions at that time. You're right. They were the uh, Portsmouth oh, Spartans. That's right. Hey, Wikipedia said it. It must be true. Um, <laughs> the, he started the tradition of Thanksgiving Day as a, as a just a, a shtick, right? Let's get people in the gate. Uh, what a shocker. People didn't want to go to Lions games at the time or Spartans. Um, and he's like, okay, let's, let's go all in on this. Let's hype it up. Let's see. The dude's got money. Let's and he has some major connections too. Um, this is actually 
broadcasts throughout NBC. It's one of the first, uh, it, one of the earliest, uh, you know, actually it is the earliest Thanksgiving Day broadcast. And NBC, obviously at that time, um, NBC Blue Network, it was called, uh, which is now uh, ABC. But um, but that's how they popularized it. So every year people would tune in if they had the television and uh, set it for set it for uh, to watch the Lions play football. And, um, and yeah, so that was kind of, that was really the, the big thing there. Uh, I know there's some weird stuff in the late 1930s or Frank FDR like moved. I think this is the only like two years that the Lions didn't play on Thanksgiving because uh, FDR actually changed uh, when Thanksgiving was being celebrated. Very strange. Um, but I looked it up. It was, it was a way to kind of, help out the uh, economy at the end of the great depression. But um, uh, Pittsburgh and Philadelphia played in those uh, during those weird years. Uh, but yeah, so eventually, you know, like I said, they had a stranglehold on it. And then in the sixties, the Dallas Cowboys actually um, adopted the practice as well. So that's kind of why the lions, uh, you know, that's why the lions have it to this day. So they've had it since the, uh, the thirties, technically, and uh, the Dallas Cowboys have had this tradition, uh, with the exception of two years um, since 1966. They they wanted to do it, and they uh, they were six years in. All right, they weren't quite America's team yet, but um, but they wanted to. Uh, yeah, they 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 seek to guarantee that they would regularly host Thanksgiving games. Um, you know, basically as a condition of their very other very first one. So if they're going to play it, they, they, they basically wanted it every single year. Um, so, yeah, yeah, it was, uh, they eventually gave it to them. Uh, they, they took it away in 1975 and 77 and gave it to the Cardinals, but the Cardinals did not draw nearly as well and they weren't as popular. Uh, so I went right back to the Dallas Cowboys and, uh, and yeah, ever since it's been, uh, it's been quite the spectacle, since uh, 2006, the third NFL game. Oh, that's kind of a, that's kind of a, it might be a, did you know, but um, since 06, uh, they added a third, third uh, Thanksgiving game. And, um, and a lot of teams also uh, do throwback uniforms uh, on occasion. They, they have done that. Um, done uh throwback uniforms. So that's essentially the history. There are <laughs> so many great moments uh, in between as, as could be found. Um, team people have legitimately acted and actively tried to stop the lions from having prime time from having Thanksgiving games because they were so bad. Like it started back in 2008 and it has been not like it really got heat in 2008 because the lions were Owen, whatever at that time, they were about to be Owen 16 and eventually scoop up Matthew Stafford. But people are like, we don't want to watch this. So you got to get the Lions off TV. He never did. And I'm glad that he didn't. They're a lot of fun to watch right now. But um, but yeah, so that is that is the uh the NFL on Thanksgiving Day. That is the the history of it in a nutshell. Let's uh head on over to Matt's stats. Sims lines up on the right side. 
They've got King on the left side as a running back. Danderson looking in, zone for a pass. He's looking for King, intercepted. He's going to go down the right side. Lawrence down to the 20, 30, down to the 40. He might go all the way. He's going to go in. There's a flag down. But he's going the length of the football field in the end zone. There is a flag down. And Taylor's going to have to come back. It's not coming back. It's not coming back. They waved it off. I'm dog. We were just discussing, Jim and I. Pass interference. 25 offense. Penalty is declined. Touchdown. All right, my friends. There are plenty of statistics to go. There's plenty of results. We're not going to read through them all. There's been hundreds of games. Um, way, you know, dating back forever. Uh, so I'm going to go through some of the, uh, some of the statistical leaders, uh, from Thanksgiving holidays, some of the cool records and stuff. And obviously we'll leave the, we'll, we'll stick with the numbers. All right. So passing yards all time on Thanksgiving day. So this is collectively players who have played, um, on Thanksgiving, how many yards, uh, passing that they've had for the quarterback position, uh, in third place, Troy Aikman of uh, the Dallas Cowboys is 2,174 yards. Tony Romo at number two also for the Cowboys, 2,338. And the all-time Thanksgiving passing yards leader is uh, one Mr. Matthew Stafford, uh, who played uh, who threw for 3,000 yards over his tenure with the Lions. Uh, who is number three again? Troy Aikman. I know what you're getting at. <laughs> I know what you're getting at. Don't try me, Andrew. Don't try me. <laughs> Not wasn't today. He, was it was he on America's team? <laughs> <laughs> I think you did pretty good there on Thanksgiving, Matt. What hoops are just to call yourself America's team, by the way? Oh, I know, right? What a what a flex. It was yeah. it was actually put upon them because they were always like runner ups in the Super Bowl. So one of the stories behind it is that NFL films was like, what do we name them? for like their end of the year film they're like let's just call them america's team because they were always on tv and they were just runner-ups in super bowl you can't call them super bowl champs or champions at that time so they're like let's just call them america's team hate it (laughs) so do not care for it do not care for it a lot of bandwagon (laughs) people here in the 90s i remember that growing up here in north carolina because we didn't have a team yet Oh so yeah, a lot of cow- so we had yeah. a lot of Cowboys fans here, which is weird because you guys are pretty close to Washington and they were a pretty good team back. Yeah, then, I don't know too. what it was. Like I, I still have friends today who are just diehard Cowboy fans, and I, I mean, power to you, like whatever team you want, but it's just a, uh, just weird. Yeah, no, I get it, I get it. Um, they just have that weird attention. Uh, most passing touchdowns on Thanksgiving Day. There's actually a tie for number th- for actually. Wow. Okay. Um, so Danny White of the Cowboys and Bobby Lane both have 14 passing touchdowns on Thanksgiving Day. Matthew Stafford and Tony Romo of Romo of the Cowboys, Stafford of the Lions, both have 18. <laughs> so interesting there. I mean, I guess it makes sense to the most frequently played teams there. Uh, most rushing yards on Thanksgiving all time. It's a who's who of uh, of players here. Number fourth all time is Walter Payton, the great Walter Payton, late great Walter Payton, uh, who played for the Chicago Bears, 423 yards. Mr. Tony Dorsett of the Cowboys, 723. Barry Sanders uh, of the Detroit Lions, 931. And Emmett Smith of the Dallas Cowboys, 1,178. Um, 
most rushing touchdowns on Thanksgiving all time. Fourth. Uh, oh, God. What? Joe, Joaquin. Oh, God. Jay Bell. Uh, this must be French. <laughs> Jay Bell. Uh, the Lions has five. Barry Sanders has eight. Tony Dorsett has nine. And Emmett Smith has 13. Uh, receiving yards leaders all time for uh, Thanksgiving games. Michael Irvin at four with uh, the Cowboys at 722. Uh, Calvin Johnson in third with uh, of the Lions. Megatron, as they called them, 769. Herman Moore of the Lions, 834. And Jason Witten of the Cowboys, 903. And then, of course, your, uh, your most receiving touchdowns all time. Uh, Michael Irvin at three with six. Cloyce uh, Box, what a name, uh, from the Lions at seven. And then Calvin. <laughs> you got to say that again. Say that name again. Cloyce Box. Cloyce I'm guessing Box. he's from the 50s. Yes. Cloyce <laughs> he must Box. be. I know. If Andrew doesn't know who he is, I don't know. Yeah. Hey, yeah. where do you keep your jewelry? Over there at Cloyce Box. <laughs> um, let's see. Then, yeah, Calvin Johnson has 11. Um, Let's see some other interesting things here. Barry Sanders has four 130-plus yard performances on Thanksgiving, um, and they've always historically been some of his best performances. Um, and the Lions went 7-3 and three in his 10 games played. Uh, Emmett Smith has eight 100-plus yard rushing performances on Thanksgiving uh, in 12 games, and he ran for 144 on 23 carries in 2002 at the age of 33. Uh, here are some single game stats here. Uh, most passing yards and Thanksgiving uh, single game number five. My man Philip Rivers loved watching this. Great day for fantasy football. Uh, Philip Rivers played for the Chargers in 2017 at 434 yards passing. Uh, Matthew Stafford comes in at number four. He had 441 yards passing in 2012. Uh, number three is Tony Romo of the Cowboys, who had 441 as well uh, in 2012 Kirk Cousins is number two in single uh, single game passing yards for Thanksgiving Uh, playing for Washington in 2016 he had 449 passing yards the number one all-time single game passing yards leader Troy Aikman uh, 455 for the Cowboys in 1998 whoa that Troy Aikman guy sounds pretty good shut up (laughs) (laughs) You're, yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. That's America's <laughs> quarterback, right? He's all wow. Right. He's all right. Ooh, he sounds pretty wonderful. Hey, he's not bad, not bad. I bet he's a nice person, too. Like, if you just meet him, he's just nice to you. Shakes your hand, uh, looks you in the eye. <laughs> he is, to me, what Jack Black is to me as well. So, um <laughs> Just deceptively human garbage. Anyways, uh, I just want just a disclaimer here. That's only half uh, the views of Retro Pop. I I personally I, love Jack Black. I do too. <laughs> He's had some all right movies, but he, I'm not gonna get into it. This, he played Wolfman Jack and Weird and did he sure perfectly, did. perfectly. Yeah. Boy. All right. Um, All right. Passing single game, passing touchdowns on Thanksgiving. Uh, Tony Romo is fourth all time with uh, five passing touchdowns in 2006. Matthew Stafford, five in 2015. 
Uh, Andrew, your man, Bob Greasy in 1977, playing for the Dolphins at six passing touchdowns. And uh, Peyton Manning of the Indianapolis Colts in 2004 had six passing touchdowns as well. That's the one that screwed you guys up on uh, screw jaws up right. on retro fantasy. Remember he was shooting big for that greasy one. Yeah. The points and it Couldn't did get not it. come on that week. It did not. Um, most rushing yards, almost done people. I swear most rushing yards on Thanksgiving. Um, there's another great who's who of uh, people here. Number five is Barry Sanders who had uh, 167 yards rushing in 1997. Uh, number four, uh, Walter Payton in 1981 had 179. Earl Campbell for the Oilers in 1979 had 195 rushing yards. Oh my God, what is this name? Uh, number two, Bob Hornschmeyer. Uh, <laughs> all right, it's spelled. Listen to how it's spelled. All right, I, I seen this and I was intim- instantly intimidated. H O E R N S C H E M E Y E R. Uh, for the Lions in 1950, 198 rushing yards. <laughs> what? Oh, and going down the line. <laughs> There's Schneier. <laughs> and then everybody's favorite innocent murderer, OJ Simpson. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. 273 rushing yards for the Buffalo Bills in 1976. And like over 100 miles in a Bronco. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. I got a funny story with that OJ thing is that I worked for this auto recycler. <clears throat> Let me clear my throat. Getting choked up over this. Yeah, it's not. <laughs> it's it's funny. I worked for this auto recycler and we would dismantle cars. And I go in there and I talk to the dismantlers. My one friend of mine, he had this Bill's cutting board. And I'm like, where did you find that? And who is it autographed by? He's like, I don't know. Can you, he's like, if you can figure it out, that'd be cool. So I'm looking at it and it was autographed by none other than the driver of the Bronco, Mr. AC himself, Al Collins. (laughs) (laughs) Not by OJ, but by Al Collins. And I said, that is still cool as hell. And he did not even know who that was, even as the driver of the Bronco. Interesting. Yeah, talk, I don't to know. Me, talk to me when you get the Broncos signature. You know, <laughs> yeah, that's right. What I'm, that's when I'm impressed. Absolutely. Yeah. Um. <laughs> all right. And uh, it, in this one, most receiving yards in a single game. Uh, number five is Don Maynard, who played for the New York Titans, which was the original name for the New York Jets. Uh, he earned 179 yards on Thanksgiving Day in 1960. Uh, Amari Cooper for the Cowboys comes in at number four in 2018, 180 yards receiving. Uh, Anthony Carter of the Vikings in 1987 comes in at number three with 184 receiving yards. Uh, number two is Lance Allworth, uh, who played for the Chargers back in 1964, 185 receiving yards. And Andre Johnson in 2012 for the Houston Texans, uh, catching 100, receiving 188 uh, yards. By air. A couple other little things we got here. Sterling Sharp has the most receiving touchdowns on Thanksgiving Day with four, which he had with Green Bay in 1994. Um, Cameron Jordan in, has the record for the most sacks uh, on Thanksgiving Day with four. 
uh, which he earned in 2018 with uh, while with the Saints as they played against the Atlanta Falcons. Um, five players have rushed for three touchdowns on Thanksgiving Day. Jim Braxton of the Cardinals, DeMarco Murray with the Cowboys, Ed Podolak of uh, the Chiefs, Barry Sanders with the Lions, and Emmett Smith with the Cowboys. Smith did it twice in 1996 and 1998. Uh, two quarterbacks have perfect passer ratings on Thanksgiving Day. Tom Brady of the Patriots and Dave Krieg of the Lions. It's Craig. It's Craig. I before he. It's Craig. I don't care. Craig. I don't Craig. care. Well, yeah, thank, thanks, Johnny. That's that's my that's my co-host. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's, you know what? I've never really corrected him before on <laughs> maybe once or twice, but now that two points done, I'm going to correct him. <laughs> I, have to. I just feel the need to do you it. You monster, uh, Dave Craig. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I believe that's Krieg. Yeah, <laughs> perfect passer rating of 158.3 on Thanksgiving. Um, Craig did it in '94, and Brady did it in 2010. Uh, OJ Simpson, I believe that's Brady. Brady. <laughs> OJ Simpson's 273 rushing yards was an NFL record at the time. He also ran for two scores in that game. They they still lost the Lions. Mm-hmm. Yikes! Bills were bad. Bad. Yeah. I'd be damned if somebody rushed for almost 300 yards and then still lost the Lions. Lions well, the, other night, the other night, Steph Curry scored 50 points and his team still lost. So it, That's it, true. Yeah, Golden State's <laughs> struggling right now. Uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Randy Moss at 21 years old and 286 days is the youngest player to catch a touchdown on Thanksgiving, uh, which we mentioned uh, already it happened in 1998, his rookie year. Donald Driver at 34 years old, 297 days, is the oldest. Zeke Elliott at 21 years, 125 days old, is the youngest player to run for a touchdown on Thanksgiving. Uh, that happened in 2016. And Marcus Allen is the oldest player. Um, 36 years, at 247 days. So, uh, And the last one, I know it's been a long one, but, hey, stats when it comes to football is my forte. Oh, okay. uh, Drew Brees. Matt Forte? Matt, Matt Forte. Uh, <laughs> Drew Brees is the oldest player to throw a touchdown pass on Thanksgiving. That's uh, my other go-host. <laughs> uh, <laughs> 39, he was 39 years old and 311, day, uh, 311 days. Uh, and RG3, Robert Griffin, uh, was 22 years old, 284 days. Um, is He's the youngest to throw a pass, a touchdown pass, and that was in 2012. So, um, so there it is. That is uh, Matt's stats. Let's head on over to Johnny and Andrews. Did you know? This makes number six, and this is the first one that there has ever been in this stadium. Vince Evans with the touchdown that tied it with no time left on the clock. Murray's kick fielded by Williams at the five. Williams breaks out of the pack. Dave Williams. To the 30. Touchdown, Chicago. They win it on the kickoff after overtime. That's his first touchdown this year. That's right. We're doing something special for this, did you know? I decided that we're going to give you a double helping, because it is Thanksgiving, of some incredible, amazing, fascinating facts about the game of football and Thanksgiving. Uh, but in the interest of giving, I'm going to let Andrew go first. 
Okay. Uh, we alluded that the first big Thanksgiving Day game was on November 29th, 1934, and that is also the first nationally broadcasted radio NFL game ever. So coast to coast, that is where it's at. Nice, nice. Uh, did you know that back on January 10th, 1975, uh, one of the greatest days in history, because that's when a certain Jake DeLobe was born. <laughs> there's one. There's one. There's one. I, I freaking knew it. I should have took the under. There's one. Uh, the first network to hold Thanksgiving games was the now defunct Dumont Network in 1953. Mm. Wow. Uh, did you know that despite going to college at Southwestern Louisiana, Jake DeLome actually went undrafted in 1997, something that he would make these teams pay for later on in his career. <laughs> Did you know the first NFL over or first Thanksgiving overtime game was in 1980s line versus the bears and the bears beat the lions in 13 seconds in overtime on a kick return. Wow. wow. That's incredible. Where wow. have I seen somebody lose a game in 13 seconds? I don't know. When did that happen? I think it happened really recently too. 13 seconds, but not on a kickoff though, right? No, like, no, like it was a touchdown pass. Um, oh, oh God. Oh. I think their name rhymes with uh with Jill's Ruffalo Ru- oh. Ruffalo Thrills. The Rutherford Tinton Brills. <laughs> <laughs> we just I'm a part of this too. We lost a lot of friends. We sure did. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Brian's going to text me as soon as he hears it. Oh, uh, he dude, what was he, that? He, he doesn't listen this far. All right, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next, uh, the next amazing did you know. Um, did you know that not only did he play for the Carolina Panthers, but Jake DeLong also played for the New Orleans Saints, the Amsterdam Admirals, the Frankfurt Galaxy, the Cleveland Browns, and the Houston Texans. What a career. That's a, that's quite the career. That's my quarterback right there, fellas. <laughs> Did you know that the most combined points on the Thanksgiving Day game was between the Lions and the Packers in 1951 with a combined score of 87 points? Lions scored 52. Packers scored 35. Wow. Uh, did you know that uh, besides also going to the Pro Bowl in 2005, Jake DeLome is also in the Carolina Panthers Hall of Honor? As he as he should be. Yes. I, First ballot. <laughs> <laughs> that I would give him the, that I'd give him that one for. Because that team's been around a long time, you know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> As the storied history of the Carolina Panthers. <laughs> Did Life, you know that? Lifetime, lifelong fan. Lifelong fan. Right there. Did you know that the first winner of the turkey leg was Reggie White? Wow. Well deserved. Wow. <laughs> Did you know that uh, in 103 games played, uh, Jake DeLome's passer rating 
was 81.3, which I assume is good, but I honestly don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Just just tell me it's good so I feel better. It's, it's great. Good. No, it's great. It's really good. It's really good. Uh, What's sweet. a perfect yeah. one? One fifty-eight or something like that. One fifty-eight point three. Yeah. You mean a perfect like one is eighty-two, and he got eighty-one point three. Is it? Is what you guys are telling? It was a different era. I'll just pull that out of my pocket. <laughs> Did you know the coldest game in Thanksgiving Day history was played by the Dallas Cowboys and the Miami Dolphins in Dallas, and it was thirty-two degrees Fahrenheit. And this is also the famous Leon Lett game where the Cowboys block the field goal to win the game and Leon Lett kicks the ball out of the end zone as he slides to recover it and the Dolphins end up getting the ball back and winning the game. <laughs> one of my favorite Thanksgiving Day memories. Right, that's a good one. Um, did you know that Jake DeLome was a pitchman for the fast food restaurant Bojangles? That's going to make where, Brian very happy. Around. Where he is often depicted as a single-minded fried chicken addict who audibles Bojangles fixings at the line of scrimmage. <laughs> Bojangles is huge in North Carolina, by the way. I know. I had it at uh, at Atlanta Airport on my way back home from my honeymoon. And uh, shit was pretty good for airport food. Not going to lie. I'm excited. It's, I'm it's, honestly, it's honestly good. It's pretty dang good. I yeah. think we're heading down that way. I'm going to visit our friend Walker next summer. He lives in like Maryland, Virginia, kind of. I think they have it down there, and I'm just excited to try that. You got to get out of New York to try new new food. I know. I've had it all. I've had it all. So delicious. Everywhere else. Did you know that an NFL record was set on Thanksgiving Day in 1929 by Chicago Cardinals? I believe halfback quarterback everything man Ernie Nevers scored all forty points of the Chicago card for the Chicago Cardinals. So he scored all the touchdowns and kicked all the extra points. Ernie Nevers was tired like Matt Johnson is today after that game. I'm actually feeling great right now. I just drank coffee. Um, I could feel uh, you got a second wind. Second I could, wind's yeah, off. I could feel a bowel movement coming. So, um, oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, your eyes are yeah. opening up a little bit more. I can tell. Poop, and it's probably really helping with these great did you knows that Andrew and I are going back and forth <laughs> with, uh, including this one. Did you know that since retiring from football in 2011, that one certain Jake DeLome actually got into breeding racehorses, and his best, a mare named Forest Lake, actually won several stakes races. Uh, so much it did so well that it got to retire in 2017 and went to Kentucky to breed. So, in other words, it got laid. <laughs> Everybody's getting laid. <laughs> I told you that. <laughs> oh, geez. Did you know the Jacksonville Jaguars are the only current NFL team not to play on Thanksgiving. I was hoping you were going to say that. That's uh, they suck. Um, <laughs> Duval, Duval, <laughs> give no, that, that is interesting. That that team, I don't. It just doesn't. But they were good. I don't know. Before. It's so weird. I mean, the nineties they were mid nineties, early all. Well, their entire existence of the nineties, they were pretty good. And one thing, like when you mentioned it, 
Like it's the lion er, that's the lions and the bear. Um, it's the lions and the cowboys. So everything's very NFC centric. To, so to see an AFC team play on Thanksgiving is also kind of odd. It's a little bit. Of, yeah, it's a little bit of a phenomenon. Yeah, the <laughs> NFC to me is it's all the classic teams, right? It's a lot of the original ones. Yeah. So um, that was literally the NF, just the NF, what the NFL was back way back before the merger. So. Um, yeah, it is weird that Jacksonville hasn't got a crack, but they're honest. They're not really. It's it's so weird that they're. It, it, that I'm sure they're going to try and break it eventually. I just, I don't know. It's just it's it's weird to think of Jacksonville playing on Thanksgiving. I don't know. It's the concept. It just doesn't fit for me. Does it at all? No, no, it's weird. I could see if they weren't playing on one of the earlier yeah, the earlier games would be weird. The late night game, even though that's like the game, but I don't think a lot of people. I don't know. I know I don't watch that one because it's just I'm kind of footballed out and I'm tired. And I yeah. I want to deal with that. <laughs> Fair. I'm also an oh, old man. Yeah. We're, we're both old, Andrew. We get tired easier than uh, the young whippersnappers <laughs> like Matt over there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Who just drinks a cup of coffee and he's all good. Yeah. Whose turn is it? Is it mine? Yes. All right, uh, I'm going to blow you away with this one. Okay. Uh, when Jake DeLome was inducted into the Panthers Hall of Honor, it was alongside with Jordan Gross, uh, Wesley Walls, and Steve Smith Sr. Oh, yeah. It's a nice, nice mix of Panthers greats there. Oh, yeah. Names I talk about constantly. <laughs> Did you know <laughs> that the butt fumble happened? During Thanksgiving on November twenty second, two thousand and twelve. Johnny, have you ever seen the butt fumble? I've honestly I've heard of it, and I think I've seen it. I used to um, in the mornings when Mike and Mike was a show. Yeah, I would actually listen to that show, uh, uh, and um, that's probably where I got any of my football knowledge was from that. <laughs> but I it's, definitely remember them talking about the butt fumble quite often. It is incredible. Yes, and I'm uh, the butt is involved. <laughs> oh, I mean, I guess we can describe it while we're right here. So, basically, so the quarterback Mark Sanchez, he's playing. He's playing for the Jets. They're playing against the Patriots, yeah, on Thanksgiving Day, and um, he goes back. I think he was looking to pass, and the the pocket kind of collapsed. He's a little bit more mo- mobile, so he runs straight into his offensive lineman's ass, like literally just head first, and then just falls over and fumbles the ball, and the Patriots run it back for a touchdown. <laughs> Oh, it's, it's incredible. Sad. And he, this dude got a job. Like he got hurt in like 2020. I think he, he was like a replacement quarterback. I think the, I think Washington signed him. And at yeah. the opening press conference, somebody still brought it up. It's literally defined his career. So wow. that wow. and then Dan Olaski with the <laughs> stepping out of the end zone until. Oh, that was Thanksgiving too. Oh, no, that wasn't Thanksgiving. But oh, those yeah. are just two things that follow players everywhere. Yeah. There's also so Jim Marshall running the wrong way, but that didn't happen on Thanksgiving. So is that kind of like when Chris Weber called timeout when there, when he didn't have any kind of thing? What's that? The Dan Olowski or, or the Buffalo? Yeah, either one, just the, you know something that just follows a player around. No matter yeah, what. like Jim Marshall's is probably the biggest blunder because he literally picked up a fumble and he ran the wrong way. Oh, that sounds like something I would do. <laughs> and he was a really good, like a really good player. And a lot of people believe that he should be in the Hall of Fame, but yeah. because he ran the wrong way on that one play. Oh man, that's that's gotta hurt too. Yeah. Oh man, you know he was embarrassed. 
Oh, yeah. When the other team, there's a great video of it because you see they're playing the 49ers and you see the 49ers go over and they start congratulating them and stuff. It's a baseball. I just, I just saw the text. From I I saw it. I saw that too. <laughs> okay, Johnny, it's your turn. Did you what? Know? What did I miss? <laughs> we just got your text. Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Don't worry, we covered you. Don't worry. Hey, thanks, guys. <laughs> I sure took a picture of it. It was impressive. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I say this with complete love for you. I'm glad you didn't. (laughs) Here we we go. All right. The next uh, amazing, incredible fact I have for you is that did you know that you today, and this is incredible to me, can somehow get a Jake DeLome McFarlane figure for like under 15 bucks. Oh, man. I know what I'm getting you for Christmas. That's insane. If you give me that for Christmas, it'll be on prominent display for any Zoom I do. I'm going to hold you to it. I'm going to hold you to it. <laughs> I might even get you a Delhomme jersey if I can find one. Oh, I bet they're too expensive. I'm going to look at that next. No, nah, they're probably not. <laughs> oh, man, you're going to be disappointed when I tell you how much they cost. I'm going to go with kind of a Johnny did you know on this, because this is one that I think one of my favorite shows that Matt and I did on Two Point is, did you know that one of the greatest comebacks ever happened on Thanksgiving Day in 1974 when Clint Longley stepped in for an injured Roger Stallback to come back to beat Washington in a game and also started a very tiny miniature quarterback controversy. Not really that big, but it's also the first time I've ever read the words roundhouse punch. As he tried oh, to yeah, that punch. one. Yeah. Roundhouse punch. Then Cowboys quarterback, <laughs> Roger Stallback. You it's always wild to me when when there's a man named Clint because you always hear about all these men who can't find the Clint. <laughs> well, your Charlotte Hornet sure found it. Well, they sure <laughs> did. Put it on the front did of the jersey the and everything. Did you see the Bucks that they can't wear their jerseys now either? Wait, what? Oh, why? I didn't because see they say Cream City on it. Let <laughs> 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 well, wear Cream City. For crying out loud, who are we? Anyway? Uh, <clears throat> I'd be proud if Charlotte was called the Cream City instead of the banking capital, whatever the garbage we are. <laughs> All right, here we go. Uh, the next, did you know? Did you know that you can actually get a vintage Carolina Panthers Jake DeLome number 17 jersey for like $35? <laughs> Johnny, it's expensive. <laughs> you can't afford that. That's well out of our budget, me and Andrews. That's yeah. for sure. I may, brother. Yeah, you may be right. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. I'll see what's going on. Yep. You're just going to have one to show up at your doorstep one day. <laughs> right there. It's gonna, not even going to be for Christmas now. It's just going to be random. It's going to be for like President's Day or something. Oh, I, I only got, I got one more stat, Andrews. I don't know how many you have. Uh, I got, I can do a couple more. Okay. Uh, did you know that the first Thanksgiving Day game was a sellout? With twenty six thousand fans in the stands, but an additional twenty five thousand had to be turned away. Ooh, that's like unfathomable wow. right now. <laughs> like with that's how it's, a lot of the NFL seating is, 
Oh, I can Almost. actually get I can get two more. I can get two more here. Uh did you know that you can actually get a Jake DeLome rookie card? <laughs> that just I'm glad you're both sitting down because this price is astronomical. We definitely could not afford it over there in Nostalgia uh, fa- I said Factory again. Good God. <laughs> Nostalgia Funhouse. Uh you can get one for like two dollars. <laughs> Which is a dollar past our budget. Yeah. <laughs> Way more. Did you know that one of the greatest games in Lawrence Taylor's history were played on Thanksgiving Day in 1982, where some people see, say he single-handedly beat the Detroit Lions by blocking a field goal and recording a sack as well? Please look up that those highlights because it does actually look like Lawrence Taylor single-handedly beat the Detroit Lions. Did also, he ki- is that the one where he killed Joe Ferguson or whatever? Yeah, where, I think that's the one where he just kind of like whips him to the ground. Yeah, and it like ended yeah. his career. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, what a guy. <laughs> no, Joe. Yeah. Was yeah, it Joe. him? Did he do that? We, there's two Joes that he kind of killed. Well, he killed... <laughs> <laughs> Air quotes killed a lot of people. He just didn't like Joe's. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> Run away, GIs. <laughs> right. I think it was the year after like Buffalo moved on from him. Yeah, okay. We're talking about this. Was he secretly Cobra? He just said, no, 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 that wasn't Joe Ferguson. Oh, was it? If that game that you're talking about was probably different, Ferguson went to the Lions in 85. And yeah. What's this guy's name? Who is he? Who Lawrence Taylor? No, yeah, is that who's killing these Joes? Yeah, Lawrence Taylor. Yeah, so he nobody also had... knew. Here's a little factoid that I know that you guys don't know that Lawrence Taylor was also part of Cobra. <laughs> He's always hating them Joes. <laughs> and I love Lawrence Taylor. His his cameo in the Water Boy is one of my favorite things of all time. Well, I haven't seen that movie in forever. He he's the so he's the guy. So what you know how Waterboy just kind of like stutters over himself. Yeah, yeah. And Laura, at the at the end of it, Lawrence Taylor looks at all the kids that are at his training camp, and he goes, "Next lesson," or something like that. Don't smoke crack. And, and, <laughs> and Lawrence Taylor was actually caught like smoking crack back in the day. many times, <laughs> many many times. It was hilarious. Oh, man. All right, I'm going to end on this amazing, incredible fact here. Did you know that currently right now you can get on eBay a 2000 Fleer Tradition autographs Jake DeLome rookie auto card for $10.60 plus $5 shipping? Worth it. That's totally worth it. I don't know how. He's he's an expensive guy, I can tell from all this stuff. I think we just got to add that right there. Yeah, it is. All right. Very good, gentlemen. Well done. Uh, let's head on over to... Uh, football and Thanksgivings, and uh, I'm stuttering by the words. Um, effect on in pop culture. Where stands in pop culture today? They shouldn't probably give it up now. They should get very involved in this two-minute drill. Tommy Boyd in the game now is a third wide receiver from the Chicago 40. There's Barry up the middle, 35. Cuts to the right, 30. Cuts it back over the middle, 20. To the 15. To the 10. I'm going on that age-old line that you and I both say. When in doubt, give it to Barry. Bardell, Barry Sanders, I formation. 
Give to Barrett. Cut back over the middle of the 25 to the 20. Breaks a tackle to the 15. Stop, starts 10-5. Touchdown, Lions. Holy mackerel. Two Chicago Bears there to stop him, and they could not do it. Another stop-start run by Barry Sanders. 39 to go on Thanksgiving Day. Morton and Moore to the right. Mitchell inside handoff to Barry to the 15. Outside left, 10-5. See you later. Touchdown, Lions. Barry Sanders is third of the game. Barry just does what <laughs> does Barry does. You know, he just, he's spectacular. The ability to see the field, the ability to cut against the grain, the ability to accelerate from a dead stop and make people miss. Wow, I butt fumbled the fuck out of that one. Yeah, that was that was, that was bad. That was really bad. That was what I worked. Was, it. Usually, it's like easy because it's something that roll, just rolls off the tongue. I had to pick something with the longest name ever. So, um, that's that's okay. I once forgot our segment that we've only been doing a couple episodes on Nostalgia Funhouse, and then Johnny like passed it off to me. He was like, "What's it called again?" I'm like, "Shit." <laughs> I think we both forgot, but we're hoping yeah. the other one would remember. <laughs> In your defense. <laughs> All right. So pro football and where it, its legacy and, and pop culture today. I mean, I think as long as the NFL continues, um, which it should, it pretty much has a monopoly over the sport uh, for better or for worse is, uh, I mean, it's, it's, it's legit something that last hour people, I mean, I get messages and invites all the time for, the idea of football being played on Thanksgiving. Like I, I, I get it all the time and I'm always busy or I just don't want to at the dead, you know, when, when they message me and Hey, you want a couple play football, bro. I'm eating dinner in an hour. Piss yeah, just off. Give them maybe just give them that. Maybe, you know, the yeah. one that you don't mean. <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, you know, and just, again, just sitting down and watching it. I mean, I, who knows what it's got, you know, watching football is going to be like in 20 years, maybe they'll have VR. Maybe you'll be able to be in the game. Uh, stuff like that, but uh, but again, it it's perfectly entrenched in our culture that that's what's on TV. Um, you know, it, what we covered before with plane, trains, and automobiles. You do watching plane, trains, and automobiles, or you're watching football. And for some reason, Rocky marathons too. Those show up on Thanksgiving all the time. Yeah, <clears throat> they do. Yeah, you're right. I thought Rocky was more Christmas. Nah, yeah. I actually, I once got so pumped up watching uh, Rocky Three on Thanksgiving that I jogged around my neighborhood at, after watching it. Wow! That's... In shorts and a hoodie. I always watched the Fast and Furious Two and thought my Honda Civic could go faster than it could. <laughs> <laughs> Spoiler alert: It could not. <laughs> Wait, the spoiler. Your, your spoiler had an alert on it? It sure did. It said, hey, slow down, you idiot. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm, yeah, I mean, it's obvious. As long as the NFL is around, I think this tradition is going to continue. And just like um, the great career of Jake DeLoma will never be forgotten. You know, it's always going to be there. Uh, it's just a thing. Uh, you associate Thanksgiving with football. Just like, I, you know, anybody associates football with the name Jake DeLoma. It's just always the connection's always there. I know when I think of football, I think of Jake DeLome. First, thing. I hope I hope I've said it so much that you both can't help but think Jake DeLome when anybody mentions football. <laughs> I'm gonna take. I'm probably gonna go back to sleep when we're done with this recording. Of this, I'm gonna wake up. Let's go, Jake DeLome. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you'll dream of Jake DeLome throwing you those beautiful passes. You know, those beautiful, perfect passes. <laughs> Maybe he did look good in that Carolina jersey. Maybe sure did. Maybe. 
<laughs> this is Johnny's time to say hams. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to be predictable. You know? <laughs> but I like I alluded to before, I think of the impact on pop culture is that it is that miniature Super Bowl that no matter whether you like football, hate football, or it's just something there, everybody sits down, I feel, sits down to watch a Thanksgiving Day game or a little bit of it, or at least turns it on. It's it's there. It's I think tradition Thanksgiving Day wise is you watch the parade, all of a sudden the parade's almost over. Oh yeah, I switch it over that. to football. <laughs> I completely forgot about Macy's Day Parade. Yeah, <laughs> but that is kind of like you have a TV schedule set out for you on Thanksgiving, and I think it's one of those. Other than maybe Christmas, when it comes to the Christmas Day Parade, then basketball is something that everybody pretty much has settled out what they're going to watch, and. It, whether you root for the Cowboys, you root for the Lions, or you don't root for anybody, you still sit down and watch it. And we talked about it before is just it was that great gateway into seeing other teams play that you normally did not see growing up. As right. Living in Western New York, having the Bills force fed down my throat every Sunday. Unless <laughs> the game was blacked out. But it. <laughs> If it wasn't for Thanksgiving, I would have never got to see Barry Sanders as much as I did. For sure. Um, so there it is. Uh, Johnny, guess what we forgot to do? Uh, yeah, I was literally just thinking about that. What are we doing <laughs> next time? <laughs> um, I mean, it is. Jesus, man. This is our last episode for the, the November. We're in December. Yeah, we're getting the, the definitely deep into the holidays. Deep into the holidays. Last year we did Christmas music. A couple years ago we did Christmas movies. Yeah. Um Christmas crazes. Toy crazes. Toy, I was gonna say maybe we could do something in toys. You feel in toys? Oh yeah, we can do that. Let's do that. We're gonna do uh Christmas uh top toys or something like that for next time on retro pop uh i'm glad i thought of that and not andrew who, who actually did think of it <laughs> so johnny will have choice next time um obviously you have to come back and find out uh what it's going to be but yeah let's do uh we'll focus on some toys you know we've done toys before we've done funko uh we might have done lego before but we've done like we toy companies yeah um so that's kind of what we're looking at yeah we're gonna have a lot of fun with that uh, we hope you all have a great Thanksgiving. Andrew, really quick, tell the people where they can find you. Uh, you can find me on the network, BICBP Radio Network, uh, Nostalgia Funhouse, the retroactive sports podcast, uh, discussing sports history, kind of like what we did here with Johnny Townsend, Nostalgia Funhouse with Johnny Townsend, just some fun nostalgia things. Uh, Pop Culture Court is kind of one of our new things that we're doing. Tearing, turning sitcoms into dramas and just some great nostalgia funs with movie reviews as well. But check us out, Apple Podcasts, Spotify. I don't know if I mentioned the Patreon at all. Check out the Nostalgia Funhouse Patreon, <laughs> Nostalgia Funhouse YouTube channel, and Facebook page. Help us afford a $4 movie. We <laughs> really appreciate it. Uh, thank you, Andrew, for joining us. Obviously, uh, thank we, you. Uh, we very much appreciate you. Uh, for Matt, I'm Johnny. Uh, stay tuned. And I have a bad feeling that I'm going to end up with way more Jake DeLome stuff than I possibly need. <laughs>
which is you know two Jake DeLome things. <laughs> I have a Philip Rivers fat head on in my studio, and I have five jerseys. <laughs> And I have a candle for some reason that my brother got me last year with his face over like Jesus or something. Um, <laughs> all right. I have this is just pure, uh, just pure inside baseball. Uh, Jake DeLome is just the one I was trying to think of the one football name that I knew that probably nobody else remembered, and that's just the name popped up. And the only reason I know him is because he took the Carolina Panthers to the Super Bowl that one year. <laughs> uh, that's all I ever known. I don't. <laughs> Honestly, you should put that into did you know? Did you know Jake DeLoma is the first quarterback? I assumed everybody started in a Super Bowl for the Carolina Panthers. Yeah, Uh, in my mind, everybody knows that. Uh, But it's just really funny how everybody probably thinks I'm such a Jake DeLoma super fan. And I will uh, fan out if if I ever meet him, but that's about it. Yeah. Would you, all right, honest question. If you bumped into him in a grocery store, would you know who he is? Uh, Andrew, uh, as my lawyer, what do I say? In, in Johnny's defense, I don't even think I would know who he is. <laughs> Honestly, in all three of your defenses, I wouldn't know either. Yeah. Um, unless he is was he, wearing is a he Jake wearing his, jersey. That's what I was saying. Is <laughs> yeah. he wearing his own jersey? <laughs> sure. Wearing yeah. full uniform, going grocery shopping. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but all right, listeners, thank you so much. Once again, happy Thanksgiving to you all. Make sure you spend it with your families, uh, with your friends, with people. Uh, who I was, it was worded when I was coaching wrestling once, um, spend it with people who you don't want to regret not having in your life anymore. If that makes sense. Um, make sure you spend it because, uh, those times don't last forever. Uh, there's going to be a day and a year where, um, you're going to miss those people and, uh, the holidays are the best way to get, get with it. So, um please 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 make that effort if you haven't talked to somebody you know in your family blood related close to just pick up the damn phone and call them and make things right um that's another thing i'd like to pass along too so uh love you all and i will talk to you next time next month right here on retro pop